This is an excerpt from my story, Down with the Sickness. A figure dressed in black walked down the dimly lit alley, staying in the darkest shadows. Several feet behind, a man crept along and pulled a gun from his pocket. He lunged for the person in black, but found himself holding only a jacket, not his would-be victim. Cursing, he looked around, and something flashed in front of him. He tried to speak, but gurgled instead, blood spurting from the fresh gash on his throat. Visit MythMart at www.mythmart.com. And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Mythbits. You made an excellent choice. G'day from SA. This is Tim flying solo again with episode 201 of the World of Mythbits. Now, I had wonderful fun uh, catching up with Steph, who uh, is a.k.a. Looper, for uh, our episode 200, and I hope you all enjoyed those that listened in. I uh, hope you enjoyed our um, me- meanderings and, uh, and musings, uh, and yeah, it was just generally good fun. Uh, I was hoping to catch up with some of the other original um cast members, I suppose, or uh, podcasters of the World of Myth Bits, but that's maybe something that we might be able to time a bit better and uh, and save up for um, episode 250. So I'm uh, keen to do that. So um, Mark and, uh, and Jenna, uh, you're not off the hook as of yet, and hopefully Dave, we will have an opportunity to, uh, to catch up with, uh, with you as well would be very, very cool to, uh, to have a, uh, a great big bash, uh, a good chill rag for uh, cast and crew and uh, for everyone to enjoy. And I'm sure we can uncover a few more secrets, probably a few secrets of my own too. Um, yeah, but no, it was just great fun catching up with, uh, with Looper um, for episode 200. It was an absolute pleasure. So... Uh, this is the review episode for um, for the month of November. I hope that you've all had an opportunity to sink your teeth in, to uh, to cast your eyes over, cast a few stars, uh, leave a few comments. Um, it uh, it has proven to be a bumper bumper edition. Uh, some brilliant, amazing cover art, as always, uh, like a cool little. Um, Japanese anime style uh, image for the uh, for the cover, yeah, which was very cool. Um, and just having a look, uh, just a quick glance. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. So there's uh, eight troubles. One for children's lit. Uh, it'd be great to see more children's lit sort of come through. Uh, I understand that's not something that the magazine is probably known. For and uh, and renowned for, um, it, just a, a a bit of a grin, a bit of a giggle. I think it's something that Looper may have invented um, 
for me so that I could fit in uh, a few of my stories that, that, uh, that sort of fit that children's slash young adult uh, sort of age bracket. <clears throat> As you can hear, I'm probably still a little bit croaky um, after uh, having a bit of a cold last week. I'm kind of getting over it now. Uh, thankfully not COVID, but enough to be uh, be of an annoyance. Yeah, eight, nine, uh, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 uh, in the story categories. And I reckon there was a massive number of poems that was submitted for November, which is really cool. Um, so what, 21 with stories and then whoa, 13, yeah, 13 poems is probably the most poetry that I've seen in quite a while. And then some great um, stuff in the art gallery as well. And the reviews, uh, I will not forget, Dave, to review the reviews. Do not worry, my friend. The reviews will be reviewed, guaranteed. But before we kick off with um, what I thought of uh, the different pieces that have uh, appeared in the November magazine, uh, magazine number 113, <clears throat> I just wanted to go over some housekeeping quickly uh, and just from Lupa she's asked uh, to push Gabriella's new book that's come out um, on Mythmart congratulations to you Gabriella uh, another great achievement um, wonderful to see uh, Mythmart supporting our um, our authors so well uh, make sure that you jump on to Mythmart uh, there will be a uh, Christmas sale announced very, very soon, starting next week. Um, so Gabriella's Down With The Sickness and Other Chilling Tales. Uh, also on there is uh, Unwelcomed, Stories of Hauntings and Possessions, um, Musings From Me by Stephanie J. Barty, uh, Processing Things by Michael A. Arnold, and there's some great reviews. Um, also, Peggy... Uh, Gerber, Stumbling Through Crazy Town, Walter G. Elselman, uh, The Liberties Run series, um, Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner. Uh, there's lots and lots. There's the t-shirts, there's the calendars, there's uh, there's all sorts on Mythmart. Um, also, Steph wanted me to let you know as well that uh, Through the Eyes of Madness has been delayed with the um, the publication date due to editing issues, uh, and Dave, uh, David, Mr. David K. Montoya has officially signed off on his last board meeting as the chair and CEO, but he will remain um, in the background, I believe, um, <clears throat> sort of helping things stay on track. And he's not gone and not gone forever, uh, but also the focus, I think. A lot of it will be on um, the publishing side of things as well, which is super cool. So uh, looking forward to that. And then from the man himself, from Mr. David K. Montoya, just a couple of things. Uh, he wants us all to know that issue number four of American Smash has moved on to the Inca, which is kind of cool. That's uh, a, uh, a massive progression for, uh, for that piece of work, for, uh, for that comic series. Uh, we'll also be doing 
a week before Christmas sale over on Mythmart, just uh, echoing what Steph was saying. And also, there, um, there was the uh, Executive and Leadership Conference as well. Uh, and thank you, Dave, for sending me the link for that. Uh, but I must admit, I have not had an hour and a half spare that I've been able to jump on and have a listen. Um, so uh, if there's anything from there that we all need to know, uh, if you can uh, maybe pop some comments for us um, below or even share the link, if that's okay, Dave, uh, share the link at the bottom of the um, the podcast when you load it up, episode 201. <clears throat> That's about all that I've got for uh, for housekeeping at the moment. So let's get straight into the travel uh, and flash. So off the top, we've got uh, one of uh, a handful of new uh, members, new submitters uh, in Avery Hunter, <clears throat> and I've got a sneaky suspicion that Avery Hunter. Uh, reading the um, the author bio, Avery Hunter is another Aussie, is a uh, one from uh, another state, but still the same country. Uh, and I've got a uh, a bit of a feeling that I might know their actual identity, but I'll keep that hidden for now. So um, Avery Hunter has submitted a Drabble and Flash story for November, and also a poem. So we'll get on to the, um, the poetry section uh, a bit further down the track. But ad infinitum, I think is um, creepy, dude. Like, really, really creepy. But if I know who you are, I am not at all surprised. Uh, yeah, dark, dark, little bit twisted. Um, and just generally one that sort of made me squirm and grin at the same time. So I have to say... Thank you so much for sharing your uh, wonderful piece of Drabble and Flash. And hopefully we will see a lot more of you in the future with um, the uh, the world of Myth Magazine. Uh, it is a beautiful, great place to share stories, poems, artwork, whatever inspires you. Uh, and Ad Finitum is a, uh, a great example of that. Then on to number two. When Dreams Come True by uh, Puneet Kumar. And I believe we've seen a few things come through from Puneet Kumar uh, in recent times. And I, yeah, I enjoyed this. He's, he's a, quite a, uh, a talented writer. And I love the stories that sort of come from non-European... Um, like being a uh, predominantly European, um, Anglo-Saxon sort of background. Uh, I myself am fascinated by stories that come from other cultures. Um, yeah, I, uh, I really enjoyed that, this one. Uh, what have I got here? Pop, popped a comment. Make sure that you comment. Make sure that you jump on. Make sure that you take the opportunity to read through some of these amazing stories and poems and checking out the artwork as well. And leave stars and leave comments. Um, the um, the writers and the artists really appreciate it. It's a great form of encouragement. Um, also, we can help um, 
our fellow creators uh, as well with uh, with our feedback, with our um, encouragement, guidance. I mean, uh, I can't really say that uh, that I know everything there is to know about writing. I still feel like I'm very, very new to the craft. I've only been sort of publishing and publishing regularly for a couple of years now, where there are others that have been decades, like um, lucky enough to get their their poems and uh, and stories and uh, and artwork into uh, to different magazines, uh, even before there were digital magazines. Uh, but personally, I think that uh, that now is a prime time for independent publishers and independent creators, uh, with so many options available. Dark Myth Publishing being uh, being one of many, but a great one uh, for accepting pieces of various genres and various styles and um, and a great international publisher as well. So I've got here for uh, for this one, How Bizarre, not quite the dream that many of us have in mind when we want our dreams to come true. Yes, a very, very interesting piece. Uh, and a nice short one. So uh, a good one to sort of delve into. Um, thank you so much, Panit, for, uh, for sharing that one with us in November. Um, the Search is On by uh, Anne Christian Tabaka. Um, no, sorry, Anne Christine Tabaka. So sorry. Uh, and, uh, and Anne, uh, sorry, Christine. Christine is a... Um, I see regularly the um, beautiful poems and amazing stories that uh, that Christine writes and shares. Uh, very, very, very talented. Um, what a uh, what a visionary and what a uh, what an interesting view of uh, of the world. Um, the the search is on. Um, I really enjoyed, uh, but then I know that uh, that I enjoy anything that uh, that Christine writes, creates. Um, very, very talented indeed. Yes, and I, yeah, I love this. Having four cats at home myself, I can sort of relate to, uh, to what it is um, that she's, uh, she's written and shared this time. Uh, thank you, Christine. Um, I uh, I get an, an inkling that this is a uh, a real life example that's kind of been twisted to create a um an interesting tale for us. Short, interesting, um, just the sort of thing that you need where you've got um five minutes up your sleeve. Yeah, uh, looking at the cats um running around uh, our house this morning. Um, yeah, I can totally relate. Then we've got My Feelings For You by Gabriella Balcom. And again, congratulations um, on uh, the publication of your uh, your new book as well. But this one here, My Feelings For You. Um, this was, yeah, a, uh, a great story. Beautiful scene, uh, just reflecting on young love. The, uh, the beautiful magic of, uh, of young love. So thank you so much, Gabriella, for, uh, for sharing this beautiful story with us. This is one where I would call, like I, I would say, short, 
and sweet. Then we've got Alan Ashley, uh, Avalon on Sea. And this was a weird one. This was uh, a bit bizarre. Um, I enjoyed it poking... Um, yeah, a, a lot of... Um, in, interesting, fun, uh, weird... Um, yeah, the the legend of King Arthur for falling on hard times, perhaps, or maybe it's just um, the the king waiting to draw the sword again uh, to appear in the uh, the time of need. And I think we can all agree that the time of need is now. Uh, I don't know uh, the way that the world is at the moment. Um, it's a a a very different place compared with say ten years ago or twenty years ago or the sort of world that I uh, I grew up in as a child. Maybe um, Avalon on sea. Uh, maybe it's uh, it's time for Arthur to uh, to step into the limelight again. And this kind of reminds me of a time like twenty odd years ago uh, when I was travelling overseas and I did get the honour of uh, of visiting. Um, Tintagel in uh, uh, Wales, uh, in England. I think it's sort of near the um, the Welsh border, but I think it's still part of um, of England. Uh, a little place called Tintagel, which is like a train ride, then a bus ride. Um, you sort of go go out into the the dingy dark mists of uh, of England. And, um, yeah, it's like a fishing village, but it's got the old relic castle of what they suspect was um, Camelot Castle. That's one of the places where they, uh, they are thinking might be Camelot Castle. And then beneath it, there's this amazing cave on a pebble beach, um, which is where they think that Merlin might be buried. Um, yeah, it's a kind of cool place. And this, this story, uh, Avalon on Sea, reminded me of my time there. So thank you, Alan, for um, bringing back memories. Then we've got Buzzies by uh, Kate McDonald Dunbar. And what did I think of this one? It's been a little while since, uh, since I sort of had a, a look. So we've got, um, thank you for sharing this vision, Kate. So sad that this, this is the story we can share with the universe. We are humanity, the ones who destroy. Yes, this is a very environmental focused. Yeah, this uh, I think was. Yes, the um, the buzzies are uh, a great message for us all. I think for our current generation and the next generation to come. So I think it's one of those stories where. We uh, we should have a look, um, we should have a listen, and, and we should take on board the sort of ideas that are, um, are sort of expressed through here. Um, well, well worth a look. So thank you, Kate. Uh, something better, teaser number 15, Epilogue by Jim Bates. My friend Jim, you, uh, you always know how to write a, uh, a very well created 
character driven uh dramatic piece um this yes i was i'm i'm really enjoying the something better um teasers that you're uh, you're sharing with us jim uh well done bravo uh great promotion for uh for things to come indeed and then we've got through wolf like eyes part 9 the finale by david k montoya and this is another cool piece i'm liking the through wolf like eyes um i reckon from uh my conversation uh in the last podcast episode 200 with um with Looper, i believe she was hinting at the fact that this is what dave's using as a platform for creating his next novel so uh super excited to see where this goes dave uh i reckon if i remember correctly um it might be that you're sort of going to change the tack with the next stuff that's coming out um but i yeah don't shoot me if i'm wrong <coughs> uh just wanted you to know that um really enjoying it so the uh the through wolf like eye stuff keep it up they're very very cool and then we move out of drabble and flash and into children's lit uh and this is my piece dream of the dreamer so this is linking back to the um dove bee um bull fox those type of stories and i've tried to continue on from where I've sort of left off with um, <clears throat> with the Dove story, but I'm trying with these next couple of stories that I'm writing to bring the party together. It's a uh, typical D and D style, um, Dungeon and the Dragon style, uh, where you've got your party, your party of five, or your party of six, um, and these are the background stories at the moment that I'm writing. Uh, and I'm trying now to move it along in the um, in the logical state, uh, the logical steps, to sort of look at how the party of strangers is brought together for the adventure to occur. So if you've got time, I appreciate you having a look, uh, and hopefully, with any luck, you'll um, leave a few stars and uh, and leave a few comments. Um, uh, I'd love to know what you think. So uh, please jump on. Please have a go uh, and check it out. Now we move on to fantasy. And to kick off fantasy, we've got The Journey Home by Ava Eliva. Uh, Eliab. Eliab, I think. Sorry, I've probably botched that up completely. Um, but it's definitely Ava. Uh, Ava, Eva. Eva. Oh, I've mucked that up completely, and I'm so sorry. Let's just go with The Journey Home. Yeah, it's a, yeah, a, a very um, cool story, very uh, futuristic. Um, I can almost see, yeah, epic. Uh, the, the world, the lore, the characters, um, just everything about this story you have imagined uh incredibly well um i i felt like i was sinking into uh immersed completely into this uh 
this world that you've invented uh engaged immediately with the characters um just really really enjoyed this story and then we move on to a little help part one of two by Gabriella Balcom uh another piece from Gabriella and this has been set up really really well um i uh, i really enjoyed sort of getting into this story um and then as it's finished it's sort of set up quite well to uh, to move on to the next part which i'm hoping will come out in december so yeah i've got here what a great start gabriella thank you uh i hope that the path to love runs smooth uh, though I'm sure we both know it won't. So well done, Gabriella, once again. Uh, a very talented, very gifted storyteller and poet. Um, so I uh, am very much looking forward to A Little Help Part 2. Really enjoyed A Little Help Part 1. And then... Uh, we are finishing off fantasy with Pietra's Tale Part 20. And I can't believe that this series has hit Part 20 and uh, doesn't look like it's finishing anytime soon. Um, as I'm recording this podcast, in the back of my mind, I do have the sinking feeling that I really need to get my uh, rear end into gear uh, and write Part 21 so that it's in time for the December edition of uh, the World of Myth magazine, uh, magazine number 114. And that is the aim. The aim is that I will have part 21 written. Um, and I don't know exactly where that's going to go, but I've got a feeling that we're not at the end of it yet. But uh, hopefully you get a chance to uh, to read it. Those that are following Paethra's Tale, I hope you're enjoying it. Um, still enjoying it as much as I'm enjoying writing it. Uh, I get a thrill every time, every month, when I sort of sit down and I reacquaint myself with these characters. Just good fun. Good, good fun. Um, so, yeah, hopefully you have the opportunity. Um, hopefully you're st uh, still following along uh, and still engaged uh, in part 20. I still can't believe that, uh, that we're already at part 20. That's huge. Um, on to horror now, uh, and kicking off with me. So, I've got a uh, a few pieces um, in uh, in this edition. Uh, but as I said before, it's so great to see so many new names as well. Um, so my horror, uh, a mother's love. A mother's love was the piece that I submitted for unwanted. But I'd already submitted a piece which had been accepted um, in um, my Thomas Gravel story. So I'm thrilled that A Mother's Love, I can share A Mother's Love now and share it with you here. So uh, hopefully you, uh, you get the opportunity to read it, um, give it a review. Um, and, and if you can, purchase a copy of uh, Unwelcomed as well. And then you can sort of compare the two stories. Uh, I'm thrilled. I'm really happy with both of them. Uh, the um, that whole possession uh, idea concept, will yeah, was something that I really enjoyed. 
And I'm proud that the two stories that I've been able to create and been able to submit, although they're, they're similar in the subject matter in a um, very basic way, um, I'm thrilled that the stories, in my opinion, are very poles apart, like the, the sort of way that I dealt with the subject matter and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm really thrilled. Um, and then the last piece that we've got for horror, uh, Penance, part 18, All Bets Are Off by Stephanie J. Barty. Looper, you are creating uh, a very, very interesting novel, bit by bit, puzzle piece by puzzle piece. These characters are very interesting, very engaging, very out of this world, but in the world at the same time. Uh, I love your setting. Um, I love your villain. Uh, your your heroes are dark as well. Um, it's, yeah, this is a very cool tale. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing where Penance will go next. So thank you for sharing once again. Um, and yeah, can't wait for part 19, uh, hopefully coming out in December. So then on to action and dispense, uh, action and suspense, dispense, action and suspense in the midst of normalcy, uh, normalcy, I think it is in the midst of normalcy, part one by Tom, Tom Fowler. And I think Tom is a new, new, newish submitter maybe um the, pff, this is massive tom like absolutely ridiculously massive i thought that my concept for uh for a um for a uh submission um in Piatra's tale was big but you're looking at like according to the introduction you're looking at um 86 to 87 different submissions uh, with this massive cast of characters uh, very like something that Agatha Christie would be proud of uh, you're yeah I was, I kind of struggled with with this one a little bit trying to follow through and follow who everyone was and what was happening and that sort of thing but I'm not really a mystery reader so much uh, I enjoyed it. I um, I really enjoyed it. But this is like a big, big, big picture, like crazy big picture um, type stuff. So pff, I'm I'm looking forward, Tom, to following through. Um, hopefully month by month, as you are submitting your um, your other um, your other chapters, uh, all eighty six of them, with the promise of the reveal in uh, in eighty seven where the author will um, line by line, plot by plot, um, fill the reader in to who actually did do it uh, and why. But yes, you're right, Tom. This is unique in that this is um, the sort of story where you, um, you get the opportunity to make your guess, to follow along, to check out all the clues um, before the big reveal. So uh, in the midst of... Normalcy. Looking forward to uh, to following this one through, Tom, uh, and hopefully it'll sort of make more sense to me as I uh, as I uh, read through the other pieces and uh, as the um, 
the plot thickens, as they say. So, action and suspense. Uh, number two, Blood Moon by Dawn de Brawl. And I love anything that Dawn creates, like writes. You're, you're such a brilliant author, Dawn. Definitely. Um, and uh, I like this one. This was, um, yeah, uh, mother, daughter, um, the... Um, Yeah, it's um it was uh yeah, a, a very interesting piece, definitely. Looking at relationships and looking at uh, uh difficulties and yeah, there's um yeah, it was a, a very interesting one. So I've got here uh characters more than just two D. You've very quickly fleshed them out with backstory and likable traits. Yeah, so I'm keen to know what happens next, Dawn. So hopefully you'll share more of Blood Moon and more of uh, the story of these characters um, later on, whether it is um, December or whether it's uh, whether it's later on, um, 2023 or beyond. Uh, would uh, would love to know what happens next. So thank you for sharing uh, Blood Moon, Dawn, um, and thank you for wetting our appetite. So then, action and suspense number three, Jim Bates, crispy, 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 Jim, yeah, this character of yours is indeed very, very crispy. Um, whether he's nice is a, a whole nother matter. Um, yeah, it is, yeah, it's a, an interesting story. I, uh. Yeah, I think this is one that people have to check out for themselves. But Crispy is a uh, a great title. Indeed. Well done. Um, the Mountain Part 2, Back to the Summit, by Jacob J.B. Arnold. Um, this was a great continuation, I thought. Uh, I like the sort of... the. Flashbacks. Um, there's a hint that something's going on. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's very interesting. This story, well worth a read, uh, and one that I recommend you going back to part one. Uh, hopefully, part one is in the archives. That. Um, yeah, it's well, well worth uh, sort of um, sinking your, your teeth into. Um, and the cool thing as well is that uh, Jacob sort of left it open for, uh, for the next part as well. So I've just realised as well that um, usually I leave stars and I leave a comment. And that was one where I've sort of rushed through as time's got away from me and it's one that I forgot to do that with so I have amended that now Jacob five big fat stars for you my friend and a quick little comment looking forward to seeing what comes next and then to uh, finish off the horror archive we've got no sorry finish off the action and suspense I'm really botching this episode aren't I Episode 201, The Botched Episode. 
Um, Action and Suspense, The End, Story 3, Onslaught, Part 2, by David K. Montoya. Um, And that's another one, um, Dave, where I was finding when I'd click on it, um, it wasn't actually coming up for me, unfortunately. It was sort of giving me a weird error. So I'm really sorry, but I wasn't able to review that one, my friend. But I would love it if you could send me a link so that I can have a good look. Um, and, and I promise that I will um, leave some stars, make a comment, um, and I might even uh, pop a, a little note um, under the podcast once the podcast goes up, just to share with people uh, what it is that I thought. Um, but I'm sure it's brilliant. It's all tied in, I reckon, with your um, wolf-like eyes type stuff. Amazing characters, great story. Um, keep up the amazing work. But yeah, looking forward to it. Please share a link with me, um, my friend, uh, so that I can actually um, sink my teeth into it, my, uh, my canines. Um, so, uh, moving on to the next section which is science fiction um hippocratic oath by dylan james harper and i reckon is dylan dylan are you another new um submitter for november i don't remember seeing uh the dog's head through the doggy door uh as an author image uh, as a uh, a promotional image, um, but I've got here uh, unusual tale. I must say, Dylan, that was quite surprising, but well told. How unusual! I think this was ah, oh, that's right. Yes, the weird dude inside the guy's stomach causing the ah, oh, yeah, yeah. This this was different, definitely different. Yeah, you can almost imagine like a a little uh, old gentleman in a uh, like a bowler hat, sort of waving from the um, from the the medical screen. Hello, uh, no, no, don't don't remove me. I I might die. Hmm. Yes. No. Yeah. D- d- different. Odd. Strange. So thank you, Dylan. Well done. Uh, and then to finish off the stories, we've got Could Be Worse in the Humour section by James Rumpel. Could be worse. Dot, dot, dot. Um, I think, J- James, have, have you submitted a few pieces before? Uh, you might be another new face as well. So, uh, thank you for your submission for November. Um, and I've got here dark, dark, but fun. Well done. So, uh, if you like your, uh, your tales, dark, but fun, make sure that you check out Could Be Worse by James Rumpel. Um, and hopefully we see a few more dark and twisted tales from you as well, James, thoroughly encouraging you to, uh, to share the, uh, the inner workings of your mind. 
And then moving on to the poetry section. Uh, and as I said, we've got 13 poems in the November edition. Um, a huge number of poems. Uh, and we kick off with uh, another piece from Stephanie J. Bardi, That Long Black Train. And that's the kind of train that I think nobody wants to be on, but so many of us will end up uh, leaping aboard. Um, so yeah, thank you for sharing, Stephanie. And I so, so hope that uh, that is not your fate to uh, to end up aboard that long black train. Um, but I tell you what, if you do get on board, um, I reckon you'll work your way up to uh, being the, uh, the engineer. Um, pulling the cord, stopping at every station, and I'll pre probably be one of the people uh, wringing my hands anxiously um, waiting on that platform. So thank you for sharing a, uh, a very interesting poem. Uh, Mother Earth is a second poem by Christopher Bice. And that was another one that sort of makes us look back on what it is we're doing, um, uh, how we're mucking things up for the next generation. Uh, and I think we are. I think we already have. I don't know what we can do to sort of reverse what it is that we've already done uh, and sort of thrown our hands up in the air and gone, mm, we didn't know. Uh, maybe we did, maybe we didn't, but we definitely know now. Um, so hopefully there is still hope for Mother Earth. Uh, hopefully we don't have to hunt down a planet B. Um, because the planet we've got is, uh, is pretty aces as long as we can look after it. So thank you, Christopher. Um, a very thought-provoking poem. Then on to Death by Words by Kyle D. Dobbs. Uh, and that was another one that popped up for me as unable to view. But thank you to uh, Mr. David K. Montoya for sharing the link. Um, and I thought this was an interesting poem. So hopefully you're not having the same error when you click on it that I am. Uh, and that your system uh, enables you to read it because it's worth reading. It's a very interesting poem. Uh, and thank you, Kyle, for uh, for sharing it with us in November. Then we move on to Pipes and Snipes, which is, I think, the, um, the piece for the month. Uh, a Fibonacci poem by Ken Goss. Um, and I love Fibonacci. I think Fibonacci is a fascinating mathematician. Um, and if you sort of look at the history, the sort of prejudice that he had, um, the uh, the fact that he wasn't seen as intelligent, but the amazing patterns uh, that he saw within the world that he lived in, patterns that are still you know, evident um, for us today. Uh, I, Since discovering Fibonacci sequence and discovering where throughout nature um, that, it, uh, that it features, that it... Uh, that it is prominent uh, and important. Um, I've always been obsessed with Fibonacci as a uh, as a person, as a mathematician. Um, but I must admit, Pipes and Snipes, a Fibonacci poem, I've failed 
to see, and I feel so foolish, I have failed to see where this relates to Fibonacci. Um, but I have to admit, I, uh, I haven't really um, tried greatly to, uh, to find the, uh, the secret code that, uh, that unlocks the answer. Um, I merely counted the letters, counted the spaces, tried to scratch my head and sort of, sort of figure out what mathematical links there are to, uh, to this poem, Pipes and Snipes. But, uh, but I failed to do so. So, Ken, if you can please enlighten me, I'd very much appreciate it. But ultimately, an interesting, uh, clever poem. So, uh, so thank you, Ken, and a very worthy selection. Um, then we move on to uh, Avery Hunter, uh, Homogeneity. Uh, I think that's right. And... This was, um, so we've got the short story, the, the, the piece of flash, uh, and this is um, the poem as well. Uh, and I thought this was very, very, very clever. Uh, bleak, bleaker, bleakest is what I've said. What a terrible way to go. And yet it seems poetic. A mirror to many of our souls. The life sucks what it can and what it cannot it aims to steal. So that's my thoughts on that particular one. Make sure that you have a read yourself. Give it a vote. Uh, give it a few stars. Leave a comment. Um, comments are the way that we encourage and we... Uh, um, yeah, we, we help to, um, to evolve and sharpen um, and guide... Uh, and encourage. Encouragement's the key. Uh, I love the whole concept of creators supporting creators. And I think this is a great platform where we can. Uh, so thank you very much, Avery, for um, for your short story and uh, for your poem. And, uh, and we hope to see many, many more submissions from you to the world of myth. So I'm getting old now. Uh, by Strider Marcus James. Um, and I think this is a lament which we, uh, we can all relate to. Um, yeah, thank you Strider for, uh, for sharing your poetry. I, I love your creativity, your colouring outside the lines, but your, uh, your admittance to uh, how your self is changing over the period of period of time, a uh, a great inspiration for us all. I think. Do not grow old gracefully, grow old stridently. Then we move on to "She Sleeps On" by Padmini Krishna, and this is an interesting one. Um, I really, really thought that this was such a sad but special poem. The one great desire, a better tomorrow when we awaken. It's all, it's wishing for a, a better future and not just a future down the track. It's a future of the next hour or the next day or the next week. Um, some people's lives need 
changing. Some people need uh not not rescuing and saving, but um some of us are lucky. Uh and uh and sadly some of us the life that we live and the cards that we get dealt are not happy, are not pleasant. Um and thank you Padmini for sharing this story with us or sorry for sharing this poem with us for bringing that to our minds so that we can remember that then we've got Puneet Kumar uh, has shared a poem with us as well a human turns into wolf and I like this this is dark interesting um yes it's the um the the knowledge the old knowledge the listen to your elders because your elders know they do know indeed as the world's ears turn deaf the wolf howls unafraid that was my comment and i stick by it definitely i think this was a great very interesting poem so thank you so much my friend for sharing and i'm looking forward to seeing more regular um posts from you as well and then we've got a poem uh, astral entity by kate mcdonald dunbar and i like this one i thought this was a very very interesting poem um a great wish uh Beautiful dream. Yep, indeed. Yes. It's uh it's all all about um the the dream self and the experiences and the the sadness, the pity that the uh, the waking self cannot have the same experiences. But they're called dreams for a reason. And then uh Truth in Your Eyes by Miele Melnik. I think I apologize if I am mucking up these names but truth in your eyes yes an interesting poem what a dark vision where eyes and heart are one true vision awaits yes this was yeah a very interesting poem there is indeed truth the eyes are the window to the soul and to the heart uh and it's interesting to see what you can see when you truly look into somebody's eyes and then we've got say retse uh i'm not sure that that looks almost latin but it's from my friend sultana raza um a uh, very interesting beautiful poem um so sultana thank you so much for sharing this uh this poetic experience for us uh and i love the fact that you also uh enable us to watch you um reading it as well uh on uh, on youtube it's a very clever idea so then moving on through poetry we then have heartbreak 
by Kathy Sherban. Thank you so very much, Kathy. Um, I believe you've been a uh, member of the month a number of times with your amazing poetry, uh, and this is no exception. Heartbreak. Um, the uh, the way that you look at a um, romance and relationships, um, you're quite the talented poet, um, so engaging, so interesting. Um, again, well done. And I, uh, I thank you for sharing yet another of your poems with us and, uh, and continuing to share your, your talent. So thank you very much. Just quickly popping in uh, a comment for that one as well. So, an awesome job, and uh, looking forward to what you submit next, Kathy. And then, finally, with poetry, The Crimea Pass by Lynn White. And Crimean War does not seem to be a legend. What an interesting look back on history. A, uh, a moment of history perhaps missed by many, but not by you, Lynn. So thank you so much for, uh, for sharing that one with us as well. Just quickly leaving a comment as well. I have been so behind and so under the pump with uh, December. Um, it's uh, it's ridiculous playing catch up. Uh, catch up's not much fun. Not you. So thank you so very much, Lynn, for sharing that uh, very interesting insight with us through poetry. And then, as promised, we move on to... Oh, sorry, we cannot forget the art gallery. Uh, and once again, we have a brilliant piece uh, in the Creative Youth Art Gallery by Zoe M. Montoya. A piece called Thankful. And I love the mediums, the different ways, everything that, um, that Zoe shares with us uh, on the World of Myth magazine um, is always different, always uh, unusual, but it always has that Zoe uh, M. Montoya feel to it as well. So once again, hats off to you, Zoe. Another amazing piece, and I'm looking forward to seeing how you evolve uh, and continue to, uh, to perfect your craft. Then we've got Ryan um, Schoenfenberg, I think, Dog in the Clouds. Um, this is, yeah, different, um, unusual, strange, but fun. 
Very clever and very creative I've got here. Well done, Ryan. Hats off to you, my friend. Uh, and thank you so much for sharing Dog in the Clouds. I love the art gallery. Then we've got Lady Elena by Connie Minutolo. And this is almost vampiric. Um... Very gothic, very sensual. Uh, I, I, I like it, but I feel wrong for liking it. Um, thank you, Connie. Uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing what else you come up with. Um, I love these... Um, I just love the skull. Like the, I mean, you can't really take your eyes off the woman. Uh, to be honest, but the skull, yeah, is um, it's very interesting, uh, yeah, very gothic. Uh, I like it. Thank you so much, Connie, for uh, for sharing this uh, this interesting artistic piece. And then we've got Vincent May, the uh, the cover artist, with Kitsune. And as I said before, this is really cool. Very Japanese, very anime. Um, yeah, I, I loved it. The three-tailed fox, um, kick-ass ninja style. Uh, very cool. Thanks, Vincent. That's all I can say is uh, awesome job. And then, as promised, review of the reviews. And we start off with interview with CEO elect Stephanie J Barty uh by CW Winter and thank you CW for um for delving into uh this side of uh of Looper um it knows whole bar nah, no holds barred um just a um a very cool interview um and I just wanted to say well done well done, well done to uh, to Looper as well for giving uh, honesty, complete and utter honesty. Very cool. And then, of course, we move on to the podcast, the World of Myth Bits podcast. Um, and it's an honour and a privilege to have my name by um, by this one. Although it's been so many podcasts, we're now episode two hundred and one, but uh, there's been so many more that have come before me uh and i uh, i tip my hat to you all uh incredibly grateful um but yeah the um hopefully you've had a chance to listen to episode 200 uh and hopefully you're tuning into episode 201 i uh, i really appreciate it then we've got um what the hell did i watch review of eyes of fire by stephanie j Barty, which is slightly incorrect this episode is actually a review of uh, Top Gun Maverick. So uh, make sure that if you haven't seen Top Gun Maverick, or if you have seen Top Gun Maverick, have a listen to Steph's um, review. Uh, very nostalgic. Um, in the similar vein uh, as myself, if you liked Top Gun, um, you will like... The review, I think, of uh, of Top Gun Maverick. 
um, yeah, thank you, Steph, very much for um, for sharing. Uh, and uh, I think it's a great idea doing like an audio version of a review. I think it's very cool. Then we've got book review by Michael A. Arnold, the review of The Goddolden, A Lament for the Fallen, translated by G- Gillian Clark. Uh, and I think this sounds really cool. Uh, in the vein of um, a lot of the Norse-style poetry, storytelling, and that sort of thing. But this this literally is, um, and it's very Homerish as well, in, uh, in looking back on characters of old. And the, you can almost, there's like a slight confusion for me whether these are real people or whether this is a made-up poem. But I've got a, a, a strange inkling from Michael's review that these are this is a history lesson these are people from history that this poet has captured um in these stanzas the uh the fallen from a battle um so really thinking that maybe this is something that I might need to uh to hunt down uh and then art review uh again Michael A Arnold uh back from covid good to have you back aboard uh, and thank you so much for um, for your reviews that you sent in, uh, including this one on the Pittman painters. Um, and again, this is a real history lesson. This is uh, this has sort of opened my eyes to um, to a time in uh, in history that uh, that I was not aware of. Um, that uh, these people have actually captured moments in time. Um, and through their um, their abilities as painters, some of them have really gone on to bigger, greater things, or their pieces have actually made the artist money, or the family money, or that sort of thing. Yeah, it's a it's a fascinating story told within the review with the use of the art. Uh, so thank you, Michael. Thank you very much for sharing. And then rounding off, we have the Board of Directors Minutes. Uh, And I did take the time to actually look over and review. And one of the things that I would like to to bring to everyone's attention is if you are of the belief that you will be published by Dark Myth Publishing in 2023, there will be a list of... um, planned publication dates and the pieces uh, that will come out, I believe, in the January minutes. Um, so keep an eye out for that. I, uh, I'm fingers crossed. Um, I'm looking forward to a couple of my stories uh, being published by, uh, by Dark Myth, and I uh, am looking forward to the contracts coming out uh, and seeing where it is that I fit in, um, in the plans for, uh, for 2023. Uh, super thrilled, super excited. And I believe there's 10, 10, I think, different books that will be coming out from Dark Myth Publishing. So uh, so keen to find out um, who the authors are, what the titles will be, uh, what sort of types of books, um, whether they'll be full novels, novellas, um, shorter children's pieces. Yeah, um, I think uh, Dark Myth, um, with the, the books, the calendars, the comic books, um, t-shirts, there's lots and lots still ahead for, uh, for this company, which is super exciting. 
So that's the November issue, uh, issue number 113 of the World of Myth magazine. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode 201 of the World of Myth Bits. This is Tim signing off. Thank you so much for listening.